All right, here we go. Another episode of the musings of Dirtbag Duke. I am the aforementioned Dirtbag Duke. Hope you're doing well, staying healthy, staying safe out there in this crazy upside down mixed up world that we live in. You know, it's really getting bad when there is a shortage on your uh, chili peppers and and therefore causing a shortage of sriracha hot chili sauce being available. And this came out a couple of months ago, but now it's, I guess it's coming to uh, fruition, I guess you could say right now. And it's starting to manifest itself. Uh, here's a letter from uh, Hoi Hui Fong Foods. I'm sorry, H-U-Y. Fong Foods Incorporated. Dated April 19th, 2022. Concerning chili pepper shortage. Dear valued customers, as you may recall, on July 24th, 2020, we sent an email to all customers that we've been experiencing a shortage of chili pepper inventory. We also advise and suggest that your company not promise any products to customers unless they ha- you have the product in stock. Currently, to, due to weather conditions affect the quality of chili peppers, we now face a more severe shortage of chili. Unfortunately, this is out of, of our control and without the essential ingredient, we are unable to produce any of our products. Chili garlic, sambal o- olek, Olek and Sriracha hot chili sauce. Therefore, all orders submitted on or after April 19th, 2022 will be scheduled after Labor Day, September 6th, 2022, in order it was received. Additionally, if you have provided us with a purchase order and have not received confirmation, it will be on hold until September 2022. So we, are, we are just really hitting rock bottom when we're uh, not able to get and have access to uh, the sriracha chili sauce. So we'll see. Hopefully things turn around. The growing conditions improve and there'll be more availability of uh, sriracha sauce going forward. What's that time of year again? Uh, Father's Day is around the corner and there's a lot of things going on. And um, probably highlight a few of these things a little bit more later in the week, probably on our Friday Eve edition. But uh, just preliminary, the big thing is the um, uh, testicle festival there at Round the Bend uh, in uh, Ashland, Nebraska there, at, um, or Ashland City maybe it is. Anyway, it's um, out there in Nebraska. Uh, they're serving up, uh, I think it's $10 all you can eat. Uh, beef fries or um, fried beef uh, testicles. So that's kicks off Saturday, a big, huge annual event. And then also the beginning of the College World Series. And so uh, it's interesting because they are actually uh, be starting this year on a Friday. And in previous years, they've started uh, Saturday, Sunday is your opening weekend. Uh, opening games, and then um, then it typically will end 
uh, championships will be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or the following week. Well, this year they decided to start it on Friday, and this is going to move up those championship games to Saturday, Sunday, Monday, which I think is phenomenal. It's always, I think, a kind of a, a annoyance or an issue when, uh, in the past, that they've you know, when you when you have. Well, just baseball, but even currently with any of these championship sports, when you're playing these games on Monday night, I don't understand how anybody, you know, uh, can have these championship games, you know, on a Monday night. It just doesn't make any sense. And so now I think that finally, for whatever reason, they've woke up to this and, and changed it. So now they've got at least game one and game two. So, uh, you know, I guess if there is a game three, it'd be on Monday, but game one and game two are going to be Saturday, Sunday. And then follow up with that, you know, on, uh, on Monday if it's a game three necessary. So we shall see. I uh, really don't have a, a dog in this fight, if, if anybody cares, uh, if it matters to anybody. But, uh, you know, just the field just doesn't seem that exciting to me personally this year. Even though, uh, you know, there's maybe a couple of, of interesting in, entries in it. Um, so we'll see. Uh, you know, one bracket's A&M, Texas A&M. Texas, Notre Dame, Oklahoma. Uh, I guess the interesting thing is then you've got that um, former uh, Big 12 uh, matchups there with A&M, OU, and Texas. And so A&M will play Texas first round, uh, first game, and then um, depends on who wins and loses between uh, them and then OU and Notre Dame will play each other in that next bracket round. So I guess there's some just some interesting pieces to that puzzle, just because of of being, um, you know, OU, Texas, and A and M, you know, being rivals the way they are, the three amongst the three of them. So that that I guess creates a little bit of interest there. The other brackets, heavy SEC. Uh, you got Stanford, Auburn, uh, Arkansas, and Ole Miss. So three out of those four, uh, Auburn, Arkansas, and Ole Miss are you know coming out of the SEC. So. Uh, again, really can't uh, be re- too interested there, I guess. Um, you know, maybe I guess if I had to pick anybody out of this bunch, I would say, you know, number one would be probably Stanford uh, coming out of that division, uh, out of that bracket. And then maybe on the top part of it, Oklahoma. Um, and, and I think that's the interesting part about it is that, you know, you've got you've to play that game. You've got to win your games. Um, you got a chance to fight your way back through on the loser bracket side of it, but uh, you know you really just got to have some great games and and uh, great pitching there to win, obviously. Uh, and so it's going to be who can put it together, you know, who can string together the games and necessary to win. I think anybody, uh, I would say, would probably come out of that and have that possibility of winning. It's just you know who's that going to be? And I, for me right now, I think I look at. Uh, you know, probably Stanford and, and Oklahoma uh, coming out of there. So we'll see. I can tell you who's not there, and that's Tennessee. Um, and that's – and I guess that was interesting um, to see the no, number one overall not making it to the to the World Series. I think a lot of people had, had picked them to win it all just because of the way they've played all year long. But, you know, didn't look very good. And obviously, you know, losing um, – two to Notre Dame there uh, you know it's not like they lost just one game had one bad game I mean they had two games where they lost to them and and didn't end up pushing through so uh, it'll be interesting to see 
what happens, you know, going forward with them. Uh, seems like that, you know, they were hot all year long, but then, you know, when it counted, it, you know, fell apart. And, you know, the other piece of the puzzle I think that plays into that was there was, uh, you know, some controversy, I guess you can say, around the injection, ejections, not injections, ejections uh, in that game. And I felt like, uh, you know, that, it, that that rule, I guess, is subject whether somebody's arguing balls and strikes is um, subjective, I should say, from the the uh, umpire's part. I mean, it's in there that you not no, you're not supposed to be arguing balls and strikes, but it's subjective to what they consider that, I guess, to be arguing balls and strikes. And Kyle Peterson, you know, from uh, the uh, announcing, then that one of the announcers of the game, you know, had mentioned that he thought that that wasn't the case. That wasn't, a, you know. Um, a reason for the umpire to eject the player, the batter at that time when he was arguing, you know, or complaining or whatever you want to say on balls and strikes. And again, who knows what had been said earlier, how, what kind of warnings were given or anything, um, what kind of discussions that there were and how those conversations were going. I'm sure that there had to been some, like he had, Kyle had mentioned that there was some hangover maybe, or, you know, some information out there on them that they're, you know, bad about complaining or, or, poor about, uh, you know, their attitudes towards the umpires and the calls. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, if you're not supposed to be arguing balls and strikes and that, that umpire felt like that you were uh, showing them up or, or, you know, trying to, um, you know, argue with them or make some kind of a backhanded comment to them, uh, then I guess that has that ability to, you know, to throw them out, to eject that player. And I, I don't know that you can firmly say that what he had said uh, doesn't garner that response from that, from that umpire throwing him out. But at the end of the day, that was his call, and that's what he had stood by, that, you know, you're arguing balls and strikes. And to say that, you know, you got to throw out everybody up there is not is not true. Not everybody argues balls and strikes uh, every game. Maybe at some point somebody, everybody has maybe. Um, but you can't say that, that within that game that day that everybody had been or, or very many had have been uh, arguing or supposedly or, or, you know, debating it or whatever you want to say uh, or, you know, making negative comments. So you can't just say that, hey, that everybody or more people should have been thrown out of the game because, you know, you don't know. And that maybe in some other games that players have said worse and not gotten thrown out for sure. Uh, but, again, that's that – umpire's interpretation at that moment and you know at that time he felt like it was you know reason enough to eject that player so again I I guess you just to remove all doubt and don't say anything don't make any kind of comments I guess and and that's that is tough it's difficult sometimes when some of those calls are very egregious that you that you want to say something about it you want to complain about it Uh, but I guess if you want to you know ensure that you're going to stay in that game and not get thrown out, then you don't say anything or don't give any inclination, any reason for that umpire to throw you out. Remove all doubt. Well, that's all we've got. That's all I've got for you today on this episode. Again, I appreciate you taking the time to listen to it. It means a lot. Again, I hope you're doing well, staying safe and, and, and healthy. And until our Friday uh, 
Eve edition. Uh, take care, and until then.